Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to The Bean, the weekend edition, first with yesterday's news. I am Glenn ZB. We're looking back at Sunday, Saturday. Sounds like a weekend. Hey, um, did you know that they've uh, got rid of all the MIQ and home isolation and stuff for Kiwis coming back to New Zealand? They just sort of, sort of secretly did it for some reason. Um, uh, petrol prices. <laughs> We've been talking about petrol prices. Uh, Italy uh, had a win in um, the Northern Hemisphere for the first time in a long time. Uh, you'll never guess who the coach of Italy is these days, unless you already know, in which case you will. And uh, Brian Green uh, tells us uh, the meaning of life at the end of the podcast, so that'll be something to look forward to. Uh, but first up, uh, somebody called Jacinda Ardern. What's been the most challenging aspect of the last two years? You're right. I think I think probably the thing I would struggle with the most is is just picking is picking one thing really. Um, for, for me, it was really it's been the unknowns, and this pandemic has been accompanied by such uncertainty. And you started by reflecting the fact that we're about to hit an anniversary of that um, of that first lockdown. And I still vividly remember the the cabinet where we met for the last time as a group and made that decision uh, to essentially uh, close close down and feeling the magnitude of that decision. And the only thing that I could at that time liken it to is the magnitude of the decision to close our borders. But that was COVID. Everything felt extreme and unprecedented the response required was so enormous because facing all of us was this deadly pandemic with no protection for anyone other than uh, trying our best to keep our people away from it so the hardest thing has essentially just been the unknown uh, not knowing what was coming next not knowing how to best protect our people and knowing if you made the wrong decision it's very hard to then to then call back from that yeah but scary if you um, don't know if everybody's going to die because of your decisions isn't it uh, but let's not think about that too hard um it, 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 some of the decisions are a bit weird especially when they're sort of announced not secretly but Quietly, David Seaborn thought it was a bit strange how the, you know, the MIQ and um, self isolation stuff that that's gone now for Kiwis coming back to the country. But did you realise that? Why do you think the government did this so quietly, as you've suggested? I think they are now engaged in a stealthy backdown uh, designed to save face. If they were honest about it, uh, almost none of the restrictions were required uh, to adhere to make any sense. And when I say make sense, I don't think that the costs of the restrictions outweigh the benefits. But they can't just admit that because that would be saying uh, they've got it wrong. Uh, So week by week, they take away a few more restrictions. Sometimes in the case of unvaccinated Kiwis returning home with that MIQ, Hmm. uh, they don't make any announcement. They put it up on the MB website on Friday afternoon. And um, it took 24 hours before anyone in New Zealand, in this case, it was a a particular journalist actually noticed it. Uh, and I just don't think that's the right transparent way to do it. As you heard, Andrew Little just said the decision was made last week. That almost certainly means that the decision was made on Monday. Mm. Uh, they sat on it all week, including through Wednesday's press conference when they made a bunch of other announcements. Yeah. Uh, if they've made a decision, they should just tell us. 
Can you understand why they might not have unfurled it with such sort of pomp and vigour, given that the the government's stance is strongly pro-vaccine? So can you understand in a way that they might not want to go, hey, unvaccinated people, um, that maybe there's not quite the same level of enthusiasm for it just from that point of view? Well, I think it's important that we have a higher standard of debate than that. It is possible to be staunchly in favour of vaccination. I personally think mRNA technology is a real wonder uh, of the modern world and something we should all be very grateful for. Well, I like the way you call for a high standard of debate. It's an interesting idea, isn't it? Um, rather than just shouting at each other and name-calling and stuff like that. Huh. That's weird concept. I think about that. Hey, um, petrol prices, it's been a real pain, isn't it? I think Jack's found it to be a real pain. The truth is, petrol taxes would never have been cut if Labour had been well ahead in last week's poll. They saw the poll numbers, they freaked out. They dropped almost $400 million to try and win back some popularity. And the annoying thing is, it works. The reason New Zealanders haven't kicked up a stink this week is that fundamentally we would prefer the comfort of cheaper petrol than a government with the courage to make difficult but necessary choices. This is why we find ourselves in the shit. This is why our housing is some of the least affordable in the world. This is why we have a looming crisis over the cost of superannuation. This is why we're dragging our heels on doing anything meaningful about climate change. We voters only care about the short term and our politicians only care about keeping us happy. They're not nimble, they're not urgent, they're cowardly. But ask yourself this, regardless of your political stripes, wouldn't you prefer a government to be led by its principles than by the polls? A society deserves the leaders it elects. And once again, Jacinda Ardern's government has shown it's more interested in doing what's popular then what is right? Right, so you, now you have to decide, was, is that sort of comment a, a, a higher standard of debate, like David Seymour asked for? Or, uh, it's very confusing, isn't it? Um, it would be so, so much easier if we could just keep sport, like sport in, in Italy, they, they, they scored more than Wales. What's going on there? Italy beat Wales at rugby. Could it be because a guy called Kieran Crowley is in charge of them? Yeah, I know. Kieran Crowley. Remember him? What does this result mean to you, to your team, and to Italian rugby? Um, yeah, well, obviously, you know, when you um, when you keep getting asked in interviews, you know, around things like uh, at least you'll be out of the Six Nations and reporters and everything always going on you know seven years in a row or whatever that you haven't won a game you know it's pretty big for the for the I suppose the decision makers um, as far as the team goes you know it's a pretty young team um, a lot of the boys haven't experienced a lot of those losses and um, you know from a from a point of view of what it means to them I think it gives them a lot of self-belief and hopefully it's something you know we can build on going forward but it was certainly a uh, it's been a pretty emotional day for them because um, Italians are emotional people, as as uh, as you probably know. But um, yeah, they they are pretty happy here. Yeah. The manner in which you claim the victory as well, with uh, you know you were down 
21-15, couple of minutes to go. An incredible try. I'm sure a lot of, lot of people over here have had a look at it. Uh, what were the emotions like in the, in the coaching box as that was playing out? I know you're a fairly laid-back chap, Karen, but were you getting a bit excited? Oh, yeah, you do, don't you? You know, you live it. Um, I mean, you know, it's um, you're in the game because we had a bugger of a week, to be fair. We had a bit of a uh, flu virus went through the team. It wasn't COVID, but it was just a flu. And, uh, you know, some of those boys um, out there were just out on their feet. you got to love it, do you? Do you reckon that's the most excited Kieran Crowley's ever been? I mean, I know it's hard to tell. you got to love New Zealanders. You just know, yeah. yeah there, are, I, I just, there are certain other people from other places around the world who just, they might have brought a little bit more energy to that. <laughs> Winning their first game in a million years. Uh, love it. All right, uh, we're going to finish up here uh, with uh, Brian Green. He's pretty uh, energetic about everything. Uh, I, I mean, like, everything. He's a quantum physicist, among other things, I think, and he... Jack just wanted to know what the meaning of life was, so I thought he'd quickly touch base with him on that. You deal with some of the biggest questions there are, and I want to focus for a moment on the meaning of life, which I think to many people is a spiritual question. So what does that question have to do with physics? Well, it is a spiritual question, and there's a way in which I think physics can inform a spiritual perspective on the world. Now, that's a somewhat dangerous thing to say, so let me immediately clarify what I mean. To have a sense of who you are and where you came from and how you fit in to the grandest picture of things and where things are going, you need to understand the context of the world. You need to understand the basis of reality. You need to understand what it means to be in a world, for there to be a world at all, for there to be a universe, what things are made of how the constituents come together, how they change over time, what laws govern the patterns that we see playing out over the eons. And all of that is the purview of physics. So I don't say that physics provides the spiritual perspective, but it provides a basis for the context within which that spiritual perspective can be developed. Right. So it's like you you have to understand a little bit to be able to have any sort of informed spirituality i think so oh i'm glad we got that sorted out then um you see if you're a first timer to this podcast you probably weren't expecting an answer to the meaning of life but i think regular listeners are used to that sort of thing aren't they um i'm glenn zb uh that has been News Talk ZB. We'll see you back here again uh, tomorrow for, you know, answers to more of the big questions. Like, you know, which pie flavour is the best and stuff like that. See you then. <laughs>